This kingdom is the most ancient and impressive, but it is fallen like its builders. Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga episode. My name is Adam, and today we're going to talk about Blood in the War of the Lands era. I'd like to take a moment and thank the members of this channel, and invite you to consider becoming a member by visiting the link in the description below. You can even pick up Dragonlance gaming materials using my affiliate links. I'm referencing the Tales of the Lands box set and War of the Lands sourcebook for this information. If I leave anything out or misspeak, please leave a comment below. Blood is a complicated nation to discuss throughout history, as it was the very first civilization to be built on Kryn. They built great citadels and flourished in agriculture, trade, and war. It was slavery that ultimately brought them down through the Act of Igraine, but this is not a history lesson, this is a snapshot of the nation during the War of the Lance era. After the Cataclysm, human warlords tried to claim the grasslands of Blood for themselves, but after nearly a hundred years of fighting, the ogres finally agreed to a pact allowing some human tribes to remain. Many kings ruled out of the city of Van Tal since the pact through their show of force with their impressive armies and numerous pacts with various towns and villages throughout Bluthelm. Unlike the more tentative hold the ogres of Kern have on their lands, the ogres of Blood have maintained a strong presence throughout their nation, from its highest peaks in the southern Calchis of the north to the vast prairies near Nusi to the west and the Thonthalas River protects them from invasion from the south. Their two primary cities of Bluten or Blud, and Vantal, or Bludhelm, are overcrowded and chaotic, with their crumbling structures only providing a suggestion of their former glory. Of the estimated 130,000 residents, 70% of them are ogre, 20% are human, and the remaining are small amounts of dwarves, centaurs, giants, and lizard folk. The climate is generally temperate in Blud, the high mountains to the west filter the balmy winds of New Sea, drying out the air. The summers last from Corrige to Reorksmont, with the winters stretching from Herarmont to Chiselmont. Most of the flora and fauna is scrubby, scabrous, and stunted, like the ogres of the land. While trade is a rare activity, with raiding being the primary source of new goods, the ogres are known to be shrewd with the pirates of Sanction or the nomads of Kerr. Their main exports are coal, iron, slaves, and mercenaries. At the beginning of the War of the Lance, the dragon armies realized their need to transport vast supplies to their various wings, and the Giant's Road, which was controlled by the ogres of Kern and Blood, was the best choice. Most of Tachesis' troops were conscripted or enslaved into service, but the ogres were a much more shrewd crowd, possibly because they are the chosen of the Dark Queen and carefully laid out their terms of agreement prior to service. The Green Dragon Army quickly moved in, and with the Red Dragon Army occupying Kern, the two ogre nations now have an uneasy alliance due to the two dragon armies' tension. Of all the major settlements in Blood, none match Bluten, with a population of over 10,000. The small city rests in a dry and dusty valley overlooking the green fields below the Calchist Mountains, tended by their slaves. The city itself is crumbling and in dire need of repair and upkeep, the city is ruled by King Vogor Stoneshaker, who plans on leveraging the Dragon Army to renegotiate with the human warlords in Blood. Van Tal is the next largest city, with 6,000 residents. It's on the ruins of an ancient ogre city, using its still passable roads and structures, though many are built over after they've crumbled. 
King Wilhelm's reputation is soured as the ruler with high taxes and his vast army, but it is imperative to maintain peace, or what peace they have. With nearly 4,000 residents is Hadel. This large town is also built in the ruins of their ancestors, but it focuses uncharacteristically on the arts, both arcane and mundane. Its residents are an amalgamation of many races. Shrentak is a small city of just under 4,000. It predates the cataclysm and boasts strong trading relationships, and in its aftermath, while the shadow of its former self still remains that way. Goods travel down the Zakra River from the Calchas, and Lord Canios, a vassal of King Wilhelm of Vantal, keeps it moving. The walled town of Despair has under 3,000 residents. It was once an outpost for Salamnia, but with the arrival of the New Sea and the Cataclysm, this former fortress fell to ogres and is ruled by an ogre mage named Elrauth Seerhart, who ensures its denizens are able to indulge in any vice they prefer. Northwest of Vantal is the independent barony of Langtree. This town has just under 2,000 residents and is ruled by the Mad Baron Ivor, named for his continued worship of Kirijolith. His father was a former Knight of Salamnia refugee, and over time he built a stronghold that protects its residents. Lastly is the village of Bludgeon, with under a thousand residents. It acts as the base of operations for the dragon armies and the Calchists, as its magical walls have never been breached since its creation in the Age of Might. There are a few sites of note we have yet to discuss, first being the Calchist mountain range itself. It's the ancestral home of all ogres on Ancelon, and they are as familiar with it as they are themselves. From this range, they defend Naraka from the south and are capable of endless hit-and-run tactics to thwart any invading force. The ruins of Takar are the most extensive in all of Blud. Not even gully dwarves remain there long, and there is speculation that this is the original location where the Dark Queen first breathed life into her creations. While once a great city, it was the site of a devastating split between the Irida and the Ogres. Lucian of the Blackwing claims it as his birthplace. Lastly is World Balance. Up in the mountains south of Despair is a massive carving of two powerful men struggling to hold up a great sphere. This globe reveals faint outlines of continents. What its purpose is and who built it are as unknown as why it was built in the middle of the Calchists. While Blood is not a location frequented by many, its ancient ruins may yet hold artifacts from an age gone by, and it may be a nation worth exploring with some high-level adventures. You could play the human warlords off the ogres, or perhaps become the ogres' allies for a time. Just don't go into it naively, as it could be your ultimate gravesite as well. But that is all I have to say about Blood in the War of the Lance era. What do you think lurks in the ancient ruins of Takar? Do the humans have any longevity in Blood with the dragon armies present? And finally, who do you think built the world balance? Leave a comment below. I'd like to take a moment and remind you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell to get notified about upcoming videos, and click the like button. This all goes to help other Dragonlance fans learn about this channel and its content. Thank you for watching. This has been Adam with Dragonlance Saga, and until next time, remember. I think that, for me, books and stories should teach us who we should be, not necessarily who we are.